0: Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Friday, September the 4th, 2020. So today we're going to be reading from Luke chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves, that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled but all who humble themselves will be exalted. So Henry Nouwen is going to talk about this most prayed prayer in the history of Christianity that is just simply, Lord, have mercy. And we see this prayer uh, from the tax collector in the parable we just read. Henry Nouwen says, There's probably no prayer in the history of Christianity that has been prayed so frequently and so intimately as the prayer, Lord, have mercy. This cry for mercy is possible only when we are willing to confess that somehow, somewhere, we ourselves have something to do with our losses. Crying for mercy is a recognition that blaming God, blaming the world, or blaming others for our losses does not do full justice to the truth of who we are. At the moment, we are willing to take responsibility even for the pain we didn't cause directly. Blaming is converted into acknowledgement of our own role in human brokenness. The prayer for God's mercy comes from a heart that knows that this human brokenness is not a fatal condition of which we have become the sad victims, but the bitter fruit of the human choice to say no. To love, and so what Henry Non's getting at here is the really the only way we can approach God is with humility if we ever think that we ourselves have something uh, to be proud of or to offer to God in exchange for God 's goodness and mercy uh, we 've missed the boat and that 's where the the Pharisee in this says, "I give a tenth of all I have and and all these things he talks about all his religious practices. But the tax collector, who would have been known as a sinner in Jesus' day, he he was known for betraying his own countrymen to side with Rome. He was known for uh, taking a little more than his share of the taxes, usually to line his own pockets. Um, A tax collector was known to be a sinner. Uh, But the whole point of this parable is that That's what it takes for us to acknowledge our own role in this condition we call sin. So there's both our own personal acts of sin and then there's this whole thing of sin that we're all caught up in as a human race. And when we finally acknowledge our own role, then we can say, Lord have mercy. As long as we're blaming others, as long as we're making excuses, as long as we're wearing masks and hiding behind those, we can never really receive God's mercy. Because we won't acknowledge our part in sin. And what Henry Nouwen says and what this tax collector finds is that when we do acknowledge our sin, the parable says he went home justified and not the Pharisee. So a simple step for us today is to be real and honest with our role in the sinful condition of this world. And to be real and honest about the places in our lives that do not reflect the love of God like we want them to. And then what we expect from most people would be condemnation. We expect a lecture. or We expect, at worst, God to smite us or to just destroy us. But what we find is that God is merciful and gracious. And it's only when we acknowledge our own role and we say, Lord, have mercy, that we find that mercy. And we go home justified, made right with God, reconciled to God. That's good news for us today. So I hope today you'll be able to acknowledge your role, the places in in your life, just like I need to acknowledge the places in my life that do not look like I would want Christ to see, the the things in me that I would not want Christ to see, uh, the places where I still have work to do, um, and to say, Lord, have mercy on me. And what we find is that the transforming love of God does have mercy on us, and we go home